started no way of course are you sure absolutely i can't i, I don't want to be recording it what do you mean you don't want to be recording no. for recording <laughs> i don't want to be but are we talking and not recording different? see the thing that's the thing about our studio is we don't have a recording light most studios well, we have a big what, bright red what light would it say right now though what, what huh what would it say right now the sign oh well so it could either say live on air well, no i'm just saying right or now. nothing no, but now what would it be? For us? On or off? Oh, it would be on. Are you sure? Oh, I don't know. We should Are let the sure? evidence please, please, speak for itself. Please check. Please what if What if we ended up recording this whole, or like that talking be, this whole time and not recording? Kill you. That would be the worst. That's why. I would kill you. That would be the worst. So that's happened to me so many times. And Whoa, it's been such. Oh my God. You're so terrifying. Okay. I know. But I have to put this on. This is the okay. only time. Hurry, so this is the thing hurry. about Zeleni is no, that she. This doesn't matter. She doesn't like oh it God. when I put on the do not disturb. No function on my phone it's true because she wants to disturb me we have no time to argue this even though i'm a, I, I agree but okay well we, so welcome <laughs> welcome everybody welcome to hikey book club with zeleni and cameron i'm zeleni i'm cameron and today we are discussing i Tonya. yay and cameron was so excited that for the first time ever... Really couldn't he, hold it in. He did, well, that, <laughs> and he did research, which mm. is monumental. <laughs> well, 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 you know, only... It took 10 or Research is episodes. only is as good as the researcher, so we will see. I think, I think you seem to, you, well, sometimes you're all talk. Let's see. I think... <laughs> I think, I will see how much research you did. Well, you're going to share, and that'll, uh, okay, that'll be the evidence. Okay, that's copyright. I don't want to still steal oh, okay. sound cues. Okay. After Shout this, out. After this movie, after this movie, you were like exploding at, yes. with excitement. Yes. Why? Yes. Were you exploding? Finally, I can know <laughs> without having to shush you violently. I mean, not not violently. Like well, the I'm movie, really though. glad you asked, <laughs> Zeleni. That's a great question. <laughs> Why was I excited after I Tanya? I'm from the '90s. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the worst possible. It, oh, the, the true answer is it was exhilarating. The mm -hmm. the filmmaking style Remember, of it no and the yet. story of it. Right, right. Well, so I, Tanya is about ice skating. It's about a dream to be an ice skater. And we get to follow a young woman on her path in following her dreams to become the world's best ice skater. Well, yeah. But no more plot. No more plot. That's facts. just... This, but, but it that was is. exciting. It yeah. was... And, and the way that this was captured and, and, and told on mm -hmm. screen was, I think the perfect word for me is exhilarating. And so because mm -hmm. of that, for that reason, yes. I <laughs> loved it. Wow. No, I loved it too. I was just surprised because usually you're not as... Well, you were just like so overly excited. Yeah, that says a lot. And I, I think you didn't zone out. Well, we'll see, but... I, I think in this one you didn't zone out. We've mm -hmm. noticed in the past couple you've zoned it's out true. at crucial moments with 
Very important it's true. facts. <laughs> but with that being said, I mean, at least with the last one that I saw, it what, what, what which ones are you referring to? The post and, and Lady Bird. And, oh, but right. but don't say those things here because those, those are spoilers. Lady Bird like was a much more comprehensive, or co- I should say, the cohesive is the word. Mm-hmm. And I would say the post, like if I had to grade these three well, movies we on cohesivity, cohesivity, cohesion, <laughs> I would rate the post. At like for me like a two or three, uh, Lady Bird at one. like uh, seven or eight. <laughs> out of what? And then Itania at a nine or ten. Out of ten. Yes. Okay. <laughs> like, let me get to the punch to the end because that's the whole thing. You're wondering for the first two, and then the third time you realize. I was wondering too much. <laughs> oh, well, that, that's what annoyed me in the first two movies, and why I oh, wasn't annoyed by that much. in Itania. Okay. I think that Itania had a very clear structure where it went from the next piece of story to the next yes and i could follow it very very well it's very interesting how it's well when we were walking in well okay well wait that this format is is really unique of this movie because it's like a mockumentary which became trendy in tv but i feel like it didn't so much in movies mockumentary you don't you know what that is like parks and rag in the office right but also those are completely fictional well yes but this is a depiction of fictional if you ask well depends who you ask oh yeah well i'm asking you well we'll wait for the second half or what where find out in the second half <laughs> yeah <laughs> or skip ahead whatever you do right um uh, so it's in mockumentary style which i think makes it really unique and makes it just uh, fresh more than anything wouldn't it be fancy if like when people are listening to this podcast no, that no, time they could not the time this is in the production meetings <laughs> oh this is oh, top secret yeah this is for yeah behind those. closed doors <laughs> so yeah i thought the mockumentary thing was the coolest part yeah and it is based on a true story that was very 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 controversial mm. so that, i think that adds to it too because there's that right. whole element of scandal Right. And it truly was. Yeah. Like, so this, can, can, can I kind of like dive into just like a first philosophical question about okay. the media's presence in the film? Yeah. And, and the story in general, and the well, real life story. not yet. Oh. What's your review? Or what did My you review? like that's, I'm going to talk about the violence for this part too. A um, little bit. Okay. Just because I feel like it's known. Well, it, it, we know it's about. Well, I want to put a bookmark there. Remember to come back to the. <laughs> we put a lot of bookmarks. 90s media. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Cameron's getting a piece of paper to write, write all our bookmarks. <laughs> what was the first so, one? So, I don't know. Back to? I don't remember. So, uh, most people are aware, and I don't think it's a super spoiler because this is based on a true story of. Well, actually, I should tell the story how you didn't know at all that this was what it was about because <laughs> we were walking in the theater and I was like, oh, this was the bookmark. Okay, we're, we're here. I said, I'm scared. I'm scared about all the violence in this movie. And you were like, uh, what? It's an ice skating movie. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And I was like, wait, you don't know? <laughs> and he's like, what? It's ice skating. <laughs> like, what can be <laughs> violent about that? And I was like, never mind. I won't say anything now. But I think most people know that it's about this incident where an ice skater got hit in the knee. And, <gasps> yeah, and the role of her biggest rival right. in that and exploring that. And Yes, it was huge. Yeah. And, and I it, had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's, it, well, I mean, I was even alive when it happened, and yet mm-hmm. I just did not know about it. You were it. like one or two, though. Right. I was probably <laughs> too distracted by, like, 
the Lion Bang King. Bang a baby. Yes. <laughs> I was pretty young. Yeah. I was, like, just discovering what love was. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so... Because <laughs> this is about this incident. It's a violent, violent incident. There's a lot of violence in it. Domestic abuse type violence. Yes. And just, like... I mean, it's good for if you're going to see to be warned about it. Because I was, and, and I uh, felt more prepared. You know, because that stuff scares me. Okay. But that makes sense. They they do a good job of like if you don't like violence, they they it's a very unique structure in that it's not right. super serious. Ironically, even though it's about very serious issues, it, I like, think it does a great job. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I was about. Okay. Yeah. I think it does a great job of like staying in the moment of Tanya's emotions mm-hmm. through every action, like yeah. staying true to her perspective mm-hmm. and to what how she is feeling in mm-hmm. all of these moments. But what I like is think is real beautiful about how this, they tell it is from these documentary angles, sort of well, the yeah. interviews of the well, contemporary the versions of the characters, yeah. right? That give us all of these different versions mm-hmm. of the story. So yeah. it's sort of like the author is just trying to get as accurate with Tanya's account, I think, mm-hmm. of the experience of it, since it's about her, it's a story yeah. about her, while allowing the viewer and the audience to have their own. Well, take, I, I think to this... take what is there and do with it what they want. Yeah, love. I think this movie is showing Tanya, real life Tanya's verse story, kind of, because in yeah. real life, every everyone in this whole story has their own version that's pretty different i guess because well obviously there's criminal possible repercussions related so it became a big mess so like this movie i've seen it referred to as very fictional and like the related to the incident just i think because it's so kind of hazy in real life no one really knows what happened so this movie had to just choose one version but there's a lot out there was it jeff was that the boyfriend's name yeah you know i'm a big fan of that actor oh really yeah who was that he played the mad hatter in once upon a time (laughs) i had a crush on him what's his name sebastian stan I stand. I I am a new fan. Yeah. I didn't actually. I don't think I knew ever no, saw him before. Like he, he, he did an incredible job. He's not known. I was just obsessed with the Mad Hatter. He was so hot and like cool. And he once upon once upon a TV show about fairy tale characters. But ever all, all the guys are hot somehow. Like in every every fairy tale character guy. It's very whatever. Not the best show, but the Mad Hatter well, was my favorite. Sebastian did a great job. Yeah, he did. He was he played the husband Jeff Galuli. Yes. I just feel like the story is so weird. It's so twisted. And are we gonna go into the story? No, no, no. Not yet. No, I just think his name is Goofy. It is. <laughs> it is. And like so many things in this movie were goofy. It's just so. Does the goo? Is it funny to you? Well, that's the thing. It's really hard with this movie, and I think we'll go deeper maybe with examples, but it's so weird how there's so much goofiness, yet very seriousness in this movie. Like, Do you think they strike a good balance oh, for with sure. this movie? Yeah. I think that's how that's what made it succeed. Yes, I agree. Yeah, like that balance I think is Did really Did you find hard. it exhilarating? Yeah, for sure. For sure. And it makes it makes roller... No, sorry. It makes, <laughs> <laughs> it makes ice skating look like... It... <laughs> Okay, there was just some... No, that's just their partner. 
<laughs> there was just a knock at the door as you heard and we're freaking out but we think they're gone because we heard a knock in the distance okay cameron's gonna go check a guy from at and i think so i don't know what he wants i hate why do people knock on doors where, let's take a moment where does he come from you have a gated community he uh, he waited i don't know I don't know. I'm, I'm annoyed people knock at my door and we have to freak out. Continue. Okay. Where were we? I can't remember. <laughs> I was about to say something great. You were, <laughs> you were saying something great. Was it about the husband? No. Or the balance? Refined. <laughs> 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 right? Oh, I, I was going to start talking about... You were saying something important, but I was going to say, like, as we, as we talked about before, it's another period piece. Mm. And... Keeps with our trend of none of the Oscar movie. Well, first, uh, isn't I didn't know, I didn't realize this till way late, but it's not nominated for Best Picture. Oh, it's not. No. That makes sense. They should replace Dunkirk or Darkest Hour. They need to get out. Sorry. <laughs> you should be. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, but it's what it's nominated for is Best Actress for Margot Robbie, Best Supporting for Allison Janney. She mm-hmm. won the Golden Globe for Best Supporting for she this. Did. And best editing, which I thought was very appropriate. Yeah, and that's definitely something I wanted to talk about. Yeah, it had great editing. So I don't know. We were that's not something we get to talk too much about. No, on our I podcast. mean, well, the thing about editing, though, the golden rule is like if you don't notice it, it's good editing. You know, right. if it's like seamless. Man, this movie carried us. Yeah, it really did. It was great. And the whole mockumentary thing, I think, is what makes the editing challenge go up. And mm. therefore, when it's done well, it's like... Yeah. It should be rewarded. They executed really, really well with it all. The production value feels... <laughs> the production value feels very high. Mm-hmm. I think extraordinarily so compared to the budget. Yeah. Budget was, for those who don't know, $11 million. $11 million? Yeah. That's all? That's as much as, like, Lady Bird. I mean, like, that is remarkable. Yeah, and there was a lot of VFX for the skating. Mm-hmm. There so, were. Well, we'll talk about it. I would like... I'm looking okay. forward to talking about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, production value, I loved... I was living for the fashion. That's my first bullet point. Living for the fashion. The fashion, just in general? Yeah, or, like... Yeah. Well, just, just what they were wearing. It was cool. I just loved the 80s and 90s, like, long sleeve athlete shirt. Oh, my God. I just... I and, love and she a long had the jacket shirt. Did you like the jackets? Yeah. I really I remember really liking her skating jacket. Yeah. Tanya's. Yeah, and her outfit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I was I loved all the fashion. Is there Did we even introduce Tanya Harding? What do you mean? Did we talk about we haven't gone over character bio of Tanya Harding. Do we have to? Is this in this part? I mean it's very important. It's not in this part. I was going over Oh, okay. Well, I was going to say... That, I mean, if anything, should be the transition. So let me know when you're finished with it. I consider us still the review. One last thing. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Okay, okay. So it was... I just wanted to... Because I want to learn directors when they're not, like, the focus of this. Just, you know, so we get educated. Because I I realize for, like, a lot of movies, I don't even know who directs it. Yeah. And this was a guy named Craig... Jalepsy. Mm-hmm. What else has he done? It's something, I, I, nothing like super major. It was something called Fright Night, and then nothing like super famous though. This is clearly a big break, I think. That's cool. Yeah, and it was written by a guy named Stephen Rogers, and he did a few other things. He did a movie called The Finest Hours in 2016. Correct. The the director did, but that's that's not that important. <laughs> so I just wanted to get their names out there. It's good. Steven Rogers was a writer, and it was produced by Margot Robbie. Right. 
Yeah, which yes. is kind of like a unique Who thing. We, I, I, was, I told Delaney that, you know, she's pretty young, I think, for a producer. Mm-hmm. Delaney goes, yeah, I don't know. I mean, she's like more adult, I think, than you think. And I was like, I think she's pretty young. Yeah, Cameron thought she was like 18 or something. No, 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 no. <laughs> I did not. I said she was like my age, which somewhere in her like late 20s, early 30s. No, you said like my age. Oh, like her 20s. I was like her <laughs> 20s. She's 27. Got it. Yeah, she. I mean, she's young, but not like young, young. I think that's young though to have your own. Pro- oh, like, be for producing sure, but already. also like people that become successful in any part of the industry are able to have opportunities to branch out. You know, more. it's so cool because you know she's a. It, it kind of allows. It, I think hopefully it shows what a star with a you know genuine mission mm-hmm. to portray really great moments of history and such can take the successes that they get from their star image yeah. with. You know, because she was in the Warner Brothers big yeah. movies. Uh, she did the Suicide Squad. Right. Right. And how maybe she can generate revenue to help produce yeah. I mean, I think that's a, a goal. lower budget film. That's a, I feel like that's a goal of like any true artist. Like I feel like we see it in musicians all the time. Yeah. I mean, I'll use my queen, She's Gaga. She's English. Do you know she has an accent this whole She's time? Australian, girl. Oh. <laughs> yes. That, right. That's, you'll say that, right? Just, just cut me off okay, saying it's sure. English. She's Australian, girl. <laughs> she is. She's Australian. And again, the British and Australian people are always kicking our asses on our accent. Like, they do it better. They do American accents better than us, <laughs> somehow. But yeah, I didn't take her very seriously after Suicide Squad. And then she did this, and it's like, oh, okay, she can turn around. But like, I feel like we see it a lot. And I was using Gaga as an example because she broke out with like pop and very like dance sort of more basic pop and then was able to finally after a few years do her own thing that was just like a chill the joanne album was like chill and about her family like just more more raw and more her and i think lots of artists like kesha is another one like you know i know they're my queens i those are the examples i can think of but it happens a lot i feel like why are you laughing at me why (laughs) (laughs) what does this have to do with itania because Margot Robbie had a Gaga Kesha moment by taking her Suicide Squad that no one took seriously and then being, like, producer and actor okay. and getting nominated and okay. doing this, like, very critically acclaimed film. Okay. Okay. Fair. Okay. Okay. Thank you. I'm I just needed <laughs> to see the connection. I yeah. Help. Yeah. Cool. Like, using commercial success yeah. to do the, the true this art cool. you wanted to I do. didn't even think about this before coming here, but it like, makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we found this. Good. Disco- we just made a discovery. I'm glad my connection made sense <laughs> in the end. <laughs> this is what they say is great with any screenplay, is you gotta have, or tragedy, actually. It's discovery. Good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we can... What was your, your segue? Our... our to the Just description. Well, no, just the description of who Tanya okay. Harding is. So, yeah, so I guess this is the spoiler boundary. You can listen to it, like, about Tanya's life, but it's going to kind of, like, spew, I think, right naturally into what happens. So this is, this is it. Okay, yeah, because so if you dun, want... If, dun, dun, if, Spoilers! <laughs> From here on out. Okay, go to your bios, which is what you want to start with, right? I guess so. I don't know too much about the other characters, okay. but Tanya's. I think I feel confident in being able to talk about Tanya's life. Yeah, please do, because okay. you did a lot of research. Yeah, so, you know, Tanya, 
I, where did she grow up? I can't remember. Portland, Portland Oregon. Yeah. That's right. So she's from Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. And I guess they're kind of like low-income white family in the 70s and 80s. And Rednecks, I might say. Some may say. The some movie say. said it. But I there's think. no rednecks in Portland, Oregon. There gotta be. There clearly was. <laughs> <laughs> Only on the outskirts. Yeah. And so they were apparently like moving a lot consistently, never had a consistent mm-hmm. home life um, at all, and very minimal means at that. Mm-hmm. And her mother was, I guess, somewhat considered encouraging. Uh, <laughs> a little bit okay. stern and abusive. And so, like. A little bit. <laughs> They, they considered an abusive relationship uh, between her and her mother, and, you know, Tanya admits to it, and I guess it, I don't know, it kind of, what, foreshadows or backshadows well, the environment that she's in? Yeah, I guess it's so. A, it's a little bit of a hostile environment she, that she well, seems, she seems to get wrapped to, into. She's always in a hostile environment, because, right. I mean, and, and it's it's got to have a connection with, like, growing up in an abusive household, and then, like having an abusive husband and not yeah. not being able to that leave. That took me by surprise. I didn't expect that. Yeah, I, I was didn't just either. like, damn. Yeah, I mean, it was scary. That's the thing. Like, they did, they made it comedic and I'm just like, is that right? Is that wrong? But, like, it helps. I think comedy at least helps humans cope with things. So, I don't always see it as, like, an irreverent kind of thing. Yeah. You know, because, like, I could see people being offended by being portrayed comically. Because I feel like it was, don't you think? In certain mm-hmm. parts. And, like, how they talk about it in the in the interviews and stuff. But, like, I think comedy helps us deal with something that rough. Because it's a really rough subject. Right. It's true. And that's not how a lot of the world was taking it at all. Yeah, no. I mean, they. I feel like if they're coming in, so many of these people were coming into Tanya Harding's life for the first time mm-hmm. at the time, you know, and all that they can think about is, like, this is what I feel like really happened is that the media is latching on to the, like, tropes of the story, mm-hmm. I guess. For they sure. can stereotype the scenario to make it look like it was really shocking to go back to some of these old news uh, depictions Mm -hmm. and listen to how expert interviews Mm -hmm. talking about the case at the time were uh, using certain language to describe their backgrounds Mm -hmm. and talking about, you know, I guess like making these assumptions about people from low income situations. And it was really interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think America is just in love with the competition narrative and sides. And, I mean, this is pre-reality TV, so (laughs) it's like that was your reality TV. (laughs) Of, like, what did Tanya do? And who's going to beat who at the Olympics? What's she going to do at the Olympics? She continued to make news with it, you know, Mm -hmm. even when she got... So that's the real... I think that's the real jerker here, right? We... I loved not knowing the story because I was able to follow the movie so much curiosity about Mm -hmm. what's going to happen next. Like, I'm, like, hoping and praying that she does great at Mm -hmm. the second shot of the Olympics. Mm -hmm. Because that's that's how they frame this. It's true, but also, like, they almost frame the victim as, like, oh, she won because she's the victim. So we didn't didn't finish describing what happened to Tanya. So Tanya, she... She she practices really hard grow, growing up, and it gets to the point where she ice skating becomes her life, and she drops out of high school mm-hmm. to pursue this full-time her sophomore year. And by the time she is, like, 
you know, 19 or so, um, I think, she competes in this national-wide ice skating championship thing, maybe like in 91 or so. I think in 93. 93 is not the one where she, she landed the, the No, it's triple. not. She landed at 91. Are you sure? I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure I sure. saw 93. I'm pretty sure she landed at 91. It doesn't matter too much. <laughs> Um, 91 to 93. <laughs> yeah. Well, because the, cli- the the climax of the movie is her last Olympics in 94. Right? So what happens is she wins the Nationals 91, goes to the Olympics in 92, but it doesn't work out, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, ah, oh, you know, because um, uh, they're always on an even year. Yeah. So, and, and you know, she's like, um, oh, you know, I'm you know, not going to try again for four more years. But then somehow, I can't remember why, and this is why I did not look up, but for some reason... The Winter Olympics happened Changed again two it. years later. I, I didn't know that. I've never heard of that happening. Well, in no one cares about the Winter Olympics. You say that when they're like a week away? Who are you? I'm sorry, Winter Olympics. <laughs> no one cares. A little bit of news blurb okay. if you didn't know. Listen. We're about to start the Winter Olympics. Wh- Woo! I didn't even dun, know. Dun, dun. That's how- <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> And uh, I mean, no one in the south. So that's cares. what we're really. That's what we're doing this for. That's why we're recording. Oh, this. really? Yeah, because <laughs> it's very Sponsor. timely. I'm just kidding. That's fun. I wish. Come on, Olympics. <laughs> Sponsor as well. Or Margot game. Robbie, PGA. <laughs> okay, continue. With okay, him. so um, she she makes she wants to do what nobody's ever done in ice skating right she wants to be remembered so well, but don't say the whole plot i mean you can say it but okay well cool she i mean she is becomes known for this very important move in mm-hmm. ice skating that's never been done mm-hmm. breaking like a not a world record but just like you know she's do well, yeah the only one doing it the only female doing it yeah and so she tries to attempts to do it in the 92 i think but mm-hmm. doesn't do it or something yeah. and then she places fourth. She's very upset about it. At the same time, she is also up against a rival mm-hmm. that's also from the United States called... Uh, her name's Nancy Kerrigan. Yes. And Nancy Kerrigan is also a renowned ice skater and expected to sweep the competitions as she grows up and everything. So Tanya and Nancy are conveniently for this plot poised uh, against each other like hero and villain Mm -hmm. like trying to outbeat each other Mm -hmm. and this is how the media plays it out yeah Um, that's how they latch onto the story kind of friends and stuff really in reality well in the movies reality we don't really know i feel like the the whole real one is so so hazy that it's hard to like say anything for sure but good call but in the movie but boy does it just like spiral out of control really quickly um she this, I was going to say volatile uh, now environment. Yeah, right. That's what I said, yeah. right? I said hostile environment. Volatile. This, the volatile nature <laughs> of all of this going on really hits a peak, I think, really with her boyfriend, mm-hmm. right? Her boyfriend keeps trying to come in and out of her life. And husband. Right, and husband. Mm-hmm. She has this very complicated romantic life out of all of this. Mm-hmm. It's like she didn't get this well it's just so dangerous too because she's like a professional athlete an olympian yeah. she's getting beat like she could injure herself for the competition you know like mm-hmm. that's just so i don't know it's so scary and it, it, like she kept going back to this person that was mm-hmm. abusing her well but she grew up with an abusive mom so she, she kind of kind that's of got, like what she knows see so do you think that she somewhat got normalized by it yeah 
I know. And and I feel like it's common abuse. It explains why they chose to make the mother such a central character in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, it was just crazy to see at the end, and I'm sure you saw it in your subsequent looking of different videos, but how the... The characters seemed so ridiculous in the movie, but then you see real clips of them, and they're, like, the exact same. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> How are these real people? Maybe because it was the 80s or 90s? Because, like, that bodyguard guy is just, like, a, a Redditor. He's a Redditor yeah. now. That's what... That's, like, what he birthed Reddit. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, he's that type of, like, gross... I don't know. Sorry, Redditors, but <laughs> a lot of you are, like, gross and weird. Alternate universe? Yeah. Uh, it's just that guy's insane and but a lot of the things i've seen is like well in the movie he he ends up being like the the one mastermind who fu- yeah the one that fucked up the most would you say okay well but but jeff is who enabled it with oh, yeah. the money no yeah for sure and jeff but in real life it seems like jeff and tanya maybe had bigger roles and the bodyguard who all the blame fell on, or a lot of blame fell in the movie is conveniently dead right now? now. Now. Oh. Yeah. I did not know that. Well, I saw one article criticizing it. For not talking... Did they not cover him in the end? Like, saying, like, where is he now? No. Why didn't they? Why? The bodyguard? Yeah. Well, he's dead, apparently. And also, like, he's the villain. No one wants to see that. Tani's kind of, like, the flawed hero in this. Mm-hmm. Which is controversial. Very controversial. Oh. To some. Oh. Yeah. How so? Well, this... Controversy. <laughs> yeah. This same article that said that this bodyguard is conveniently dead for all, a lot of the blame to fall on him in this movie and not on Jeff and Tanya who are alive. But the, this reporter that wrote this article was a very close reporter of Tanya's career back in that time. And that's why his opinion, or hers, uh, I'm not sure, his or hers first name is initials, so I don't know. But... <laughs> They they saw, like, the first time she landed the triple axel and the Olympics and all that because they were a reporter for Portland. And, that was, I mean, Tanya was a big deal there, like uh-huh. a local hero. Uh-huh. So they were pretty upset by the movie and how that they portrayed. Well, Nick. Portland's going to cry about everything. <laughs> That's mean of Portland. And you can say that. We live in Austin. Come on. <laughs> it's a wannabe Portland. <laughs> <laughs> Is it not? I think so. <laughs> And just how they treat, she thought they treated Nancy too much of, like, a comedic relief almost. Just, Mm. like, and how, you know, they didn't portray her as a victim much. Yeah. And that's true. I mean, but, again, I I think this is Tanya's version. I agree. We're seeing Tanya's version. I agree. And apparently, in real life, her version has changed a lot, too. Because there's no story. I mean, there's... Just there's, there's, the story is not as strong with Nancy's side of all of this, unfortunately. Well, now yeah. let's now I want to make clear that what happened to Nancy is not acceptable, and no, yeah. this is very this is awful. Is that the same dramatic story though? Well, no, it's not about the story. It's just about like Nancy still makes it to second place. Well, yeah, Tanya but that's falls. a little consolation to be like attacked. Well, that takes us to what happened in '93 and '94 okay. with Tanya. So in 93, you know, after coming in fourth at the Olympics, she's down on herself, like, I'm just not going to do it. And then her trainer, which, by the way, she has a trainer. She's That's so cute. I feel like she's yeah, so I cute. I like her haircut. 
Why just her face? It's like so cute. I mean, the actress. I don't know who that actress is necessarily, I, but I they showed Tanya throwing an ice skater. Yeah, that's, that's what the, crazy. Yeah, it's just. I mean, clearly Tanya was also kind of exhibiting almost abusive behavior to people at a lot of times in her skating because that was what her home life was like. Yeah, and that's where she had most power, probably. So she, I think she like had started kind of, I don't know, they kind of portrayed it in the movie. She was maybe, like, eating unhealthily for a little bit yeah. and uh, not keeping in shape. And then her trainer lets her know, hey, there was a new uh, ruling on some Olympic thing that uh, added a new Olympic. <laughs> that no one cared about. <laughs> went to Olympics <laughs> and two years later in 94, which never is never heard of. The Winter Olympics were otherwise supposed to happen that was in the year I was born. Um, 96. Right. So I don't know how, how and why that happened. It doesn't matter. But um, you were born in what? 94. 94. Yeah. Yeah. That, that year. That so all this happened Olympics. before, all before you. Yeah. <laughs> so in 90, at the end of 93, she's getting ready. We already went over this. Right. We're in 94. Remember? She decides, right, right. She, <laughs> she decides she wants to compete in 94. And this time, this time, she's going to beat the cahoots out of mm-hmm. uh, her enemy, Nancy Kerrigan. And so, of course, they're both training in, uh, was it Boston? No. No, they were training, like... Together? Yeah. No. I think in the same city or something. Were they not? No. They were in different cities? I think so. Yeah, she was in, like, she was in Boston. Yeah. Okay. And they were in Portland. Okay. Maybe they were in Detroit at some point, but not for long. Okay. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Well, somehow, you know, um, she starts conspiring with her boyfriend to i don't know i'm shady about how the death letter thing is all portrayed exactly i I think it's all hazy on purpose too there's some death letter thing where well they just want to scare nancy in the movie but in real life a lot of people say there was evidence that they wanted wanted to to, damage and they wanted to like damage her permanently and maybe even kill her what yeah i know it's scary those are some heavy allegations there are (laughs) they are so are these people in real life like they're not in jail right no yeah no well jeff went for two years two years and uh, tanya got a just a fine and i don't think she, she yeah probation and I don't think she was actually banned from skating. I thought that I think that was for cinematic effect. I heard. Are you sure? Yeah, I saw in the article. <laughs> I'm not positive, but that okay. I saw that somewhere. Okay. Yeah, that she wasn't. That I don't know. There was more evidence, so like that ruling was a win, more of a win in real life because there was more shady evidence that yeah. could have made it a lot worse for her. It sounds like a complicated case. Yeah, very complicated. And it's a it's lot a, to ban somebody from the Olympics. But we have this going on, you know, right now with the um, Olympic communities and Russia. Oh, right. For their doping allegations. Yeah. And uh, But I think there was recently a calling today saying, like, well, it's unfair to, like, ban all Russians yeah, if I mean, some of us are cleared of no doping right. in our training and so they're trying to like make some sort of middle ground it's true yeah i mean it's it's all shady i don't know shady shit <laughs> i so, think uh, you were saying justice for tanya and i say justice for nancy <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> because poor nancy and a lot of people were upset that uh tanya harding ended up going to the Glo- golden globes and nancy kerrigan oh. was just i mean she's just not been a part of this project at all like in any way and like this is fair yeah and i saw like hollywood is making an entire like buck off of her pain right like she's the one who lost here 
Yeah, exactly. Completely. Yeah, it's like, again, almost, <laughs> you know. And, like, there was, I found one article about, like, what did Nancy Kerrigan think about all this? And all of her answers were like, oh, I, I, I'm not, I don't, I'm not watching any of it. I don't, I haven't seen anything. I'm just living my own life. Like, it's very, like, just get out of my face, please. Yeah. So it doesn't seem like she's happy about it. And she's just not, she's not bashing it, but she's just, like, ignoring it as yeah. much as possible. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. There, there are laws about this, you know. Really? There's laws about your identity mm-hmm. and about, like, you you can uh, have a copyright over your, the rights to you, the rights to That's you true. as a, um, identity, because I guess you have, like, a, you know, because mm-hmm. you have a birth certificate and you have a certain, you know, yeah. you're a person. And so there are laws about how, how you gain the rights to depict a life. And the uh, so many terms mm-hmm. by which they have to agree upon with how you're depicted. And this is the types of... I only know this because I have once tried to imagine doing some sort of representation of Thomas Edison's life. Oh, wait. Why do you need Edison's permission? He's dead. So your life depiction, your reputation he lasts... He can't come back and sue you. No, <laughs> his estate can. That's so weird. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Somebody <laughs> owns because he. You would think Thomas Edison of all. Well, so I'm just saying, like they're only in the beginning of this all. You know, their reputation and value mm-hmm. as a name and character in real life depiction, fictional depictions of their, you know, life is subject to licensing. Wow, interesting. Maybe she should consider something. I don't know. It just seems like she's tired of it and wants it to just yeah. get out of her life. It's you think been, she'll be invited to the Oscars? I don't know. I feel like she's not even interested, you know? Yeah. It's just... Do you think she'll just, like, stand outside and pick it with a finish? No, she's that's like, so mean. No, she's just living her life. Let Everyone let her be. Didn't we learn anything from this movie? The paparazzi was always there. So that's the crazy thing <laughs> about the 90s. Yeah. The 90s just have a way of... The, there seemed to be a media craze, and I'm not sure exactly why. Probably because we had cameras that we can you think move the technology yeah. like it started to become like because this was like the do, you, do would you consider it really like the digitization decade yeah. or was yeah yeah i think so like it's really when technology it's definitely at the end of analog like yeah. by the end of it you're starting to get dvds and cds and yeah. well i guess it's are those i don't know <laughs> technical terms but yeah I, I see the 90s as being like a very pivotal moment in technology and like I probably that that era is when it was moving the fastest, probably. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. So but that's why I, th- I, I like the year like ninety five because it's like right in the middle. Yeah, and that's when we get the first an- feature length animated feature mm. with Toy Story. Oh, three D. You mean no? Well, you're saying animated f- like not. Oh 2D. yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because two D three D animated two D has been there I since Snow White. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, and it's just like, you know, if you're going to think about the 90s being as a pivotal technology mm-hmm. decade, 95 is a convenient year to right. have that critical piece, which I think it just like changes everything. Mm-hmm. If you're able to see that that's a possibility, then it opens up an entire new industry yeah. with it, its econo- uh, economy and its job, uh, like education and job opportunities, mm-hmm. the value of it in a society. But does it change society and, and its expectations well it just makes us crazier about reality tv <laughs> i was going to use it as a good segue into editing okay go for it 
<laughs> because now we have the technology, right, to do this really cool editing yeah. where we can take, you know, we can take a 3D mapping of somebody's face mm-hmm. and mold it, plaster it into these frames and digitized mm-hmm. frames and images of still ice skating, but like in an environment that can have the images replaced over it. Yeah. So digitally. The- so the the VFX is what. So you're they did it to. frame right. So they did it frame by frame, mm-hmm. and it was like an independent graphic studio in New York City, mm-hmm. I believe. I feel like there was another work that they did, but I can't remember what it was now. That was an important work, but anyway, they that's what I thought was really cool. I never, I hadn't really seen a live action try to use video effects that mm-hmm. way before. Mm. I, Have you? I mean, I feel like it's common in ice skating movies, but this is, like, clearly high, or, like, more well done. I yeah. mean, it's a big caliber. Like, I it's mean, an art in itself. Oh, definitely. I couldn't do it. I tried. I tried. Like, I the, mean, I, I have I actually, to just hand it, like, the cinematography and editing for the ice skating sequences were yeah. just... Oh, yeah. There was some like really A++. beautiful... Like, plus. The beautiful shot of her, like, starting at the bottom, and then mm. the camera moves up, and it's, like, over and she her. looks... You remember that shot, too? Yeah, it's amazing. And I it's loved a, that it's shot. A GIF, it's a GIF I used for our tweet about this episode. Oh, yeah. I gotta go see it. It's yeah. so good. <laughs> see how Cameron doesn't look at her Twitter? Follow us at Heike Book Club for updates. Where does it start again? Uh, like the, at the bottom. Like close to the bottom. But what is it looking at? Is it like pointed up at her yeah, head? Yeah, at her and face. It, and it like tilts up? Yeah, because like her up. hand goes up like this. Oh, her follows. hand is right there. That's right. Yeah, it follows her hand kind of. Yeah. That's a good... Look at the GIF on our tweet. That's the that's the moment we're referring to. It's convenient. We have it in GIF form. Gosh, so can talk about a beautiful Go look at it at Heike Book Club. I want to look at it now. That's a beautiful shot. No, not right now. Oh, wait. I, I can't. <laughs> Good. We should talk about the music, which you you were whining. The I music. was, and we should talk I, about the music. I'm going to fight you. I'm here. Okay. Well, so <laughs> this is just the thing. It had, to me, in my opinion, like a Forrest Gump soundtrack. And what I mean by that is a soundtrack that <laughs> is completely... I, don't, I mean, these they used some very... There's one particular song that you just don't use. So this is my th- my thing. If that song has already iconically been used in a major motion picture in the past, you should not repeat its use. That's what my is humble it? What opinion. song is it? Goodbye Stranger what is that? by uh, Supertramp. Sing it to me. <laughs> Goodbye Stranger, it's been nice. Hope uh. you like <laughs> paradise. Wait, where has it been used iconically? Okay, okay, I, got, I remember Sorry. Um, I think, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, in Paul, definitely in a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. And I think it was, I want to say it was Boogie Nights. Oh, okay, that's big, I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, it is. But it's also old. This is new for the kids. They need their own iconic moment. This, it's the same <laughs> argument as saying we should just use Don't Stop Believing every time there's an inspirational moment on no, the screen. I don't think this song is as overused. Oh, just wait. This only propelled. Oh, I, the don't, re- I don't You're going to so. start seeing no, every. No, no. Trust me. I wanna, there's a list. I could find a list of the Listen, movies that's been used in. I would give you this. If it's just it, a cheap, like. I would give you this if it was a musical, not. In this case. I, I think I love the music. I love recognizing things. And it makes you feel like the era. I feel like it gives you like... That's the, the thing. It does the use the popular songs of the like me, eight, time period and era. Late 80s, ni- early 90s. Yeah. 
I so I like that. But I think that it kind of well, I mean, yeah. It was just to I don't know how they got the budget like the in eleven variable. million, right? Yeah, that's, that's as cheap as Lady Bird. That's what I can. It seems like get eleven over. million would cost be the cost. I mean, they probably spent at least a million, if not two, in the song rights. Maybe they just pulled some strings. Maybe <laughs> there's some sort of like cut where you get yeah. equity. <laughs> Maybe that's interesting. <laughs> but I, I I like the music, so I will disagree with you on that. It's a great soundtrack. If you go to epicrecords.com. No, don't be plugging things you don't know about. (laughs) Yeah. No. Fit your sponsor in here. No sponsors. (laughs) This movie was a lot like, and I mentioned it in our tweet, it's an old adult version, very adult version of Ice Princess by Disney. Did you ever hear of that movie? I heard of it, but I never saw it. It's a very similar story. <laughs> Not without the violence, without the abuse, and without the competitor. But does she come does the protagonist come from that background? She's really poor like and that's low her class whole, society. Yeah, that's her whole thing. And she's well, she's she's like a nerd, so that's what's funny about or like weird about it. Well, there's no oh, doubt that the well, filmmakers in the process took that into account. I know. I'm thinking because so the the girl in Ice Princess meets this coach that's, like, really strict and tough, and she used to be... I don't know if the Olympics or Nationals or whatever. And apparently, later in the movie, you find out that the coach pushed another skater and got kicked out, and that's why she's a coach now instead of, like... Like, she couldn't compete. Twist. Yeah. So it's, like, a big reveal of, like, oh, I'm disgraced in the community, you know, kind of thing. But I'm thinking about this story, and I'm like... That coach, that, that's just like the Disney version of Tanya <laughs> a little bit. So I thought that was interesting. Interesting. They that there's that I yeah hurt my rival. But in the Ice Princess, it's like, oh, it's probably by accident. You I mean, know? it wouldn't surprise me if they borrowed yeah, a I little, think. if not a lot, from the structure. Yeah, of, or the case. Yeah, just the, the, case, right, the case. The real, right. the real story. Because, yeah, like, I was like, I've seen this before slightly <laughs> but obviously this came first so i thought that was interesting i, I grew up with a similar story <laughs> with ice, i saw ice prince so many times as a kid on that note boy this movie is awesome is it what is it what is it yeah a for awesome <laughs> <laughs> a plus wow i'll give it an a okay cool <laughs> i'm not rude to your movies like me no i, I mean i liked it a lot too so yeah no a is good yeah. No, it was it was great. really good. It was just it's controversial, but mm-hmm. controversy makes you think. So I'm not opposed to controversy. Do you recommend? Yeah, of course. I recommend. Yeah. Now we actually got a movie to catch. Oh Don't yeah. Don't tell them which one. What do, what do we got to go see? Don't tell them. Is but it gonna find be... out on our Twitter? But it might be an Oscar nominated movie for best picture for real this time. Even though I thought I Tanya was. But... Or it could be Paddington too. Maybe. Because <laughs> we know how much you are aching for a fast of Paddington 2. <laughs> That's so weird. I can't believe there's a 2. Like, who saw, who saw the first one? <laughs> actually, le- legit, someone at work told me, like, Paddington 2 was actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, now I'm kind of interested. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so, uh, so because she's a little interested that's obviously what we're gonna go see y'all yeah all right well we will see you next week thanks for you'll stopping he- by you'll hear and us. you'll hear us
Buenas noches. <laughs>